Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Yeah, what's up, world? This is Noah Sadaruso, otherwise known as NSR, otherwise known as Young God Body Buick, otherwise known as the better-looking Adrian Brody. You are now in tune to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn in beautiful Bushwick, New York City. It is time to get embarrassed with us. Once again, to Lost and Rewound, right here on the one and the only Radio Free Brooklyn, streaming 24-7 on the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app. You can download that if you want. You should. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone or RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android for any of you Android users living in the past like myself. (laughs) My boss actually was like, yo, your camera sucks. I was like, well, that's because iPhone's cameras are better deal with it and then i put my shades on and did like a yeah anyway i'm on my own here this week as if you couldn't tell <laughs> will has the week off and uh i don't know where jimmy is but uh i hope he's doing okay allison i don't know where she is except for being somewhere down in the swamp Catherine, i think is asleep so it's okay i'm here Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. And here at RFB, we are relying primarily on donations from listeners like you. So if you'd like to support our mission, we can continue to bring you this quality community radio. And we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can donate as little as a dollar. You could donate as much as $500 and have the studio named after you. I swear to God, that's a real thing. Look it up. Every cent will help us continue to stay on air and help support this independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. Your contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law, so... It's all copacetic. Again, that link is radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Lastly, if you want to keep in tune with all of the cool events that we got coming up, don't hesitate to check out our newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn, R-E-A-D-I-O Free Brooklyn. That's radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And you could learn about all the events, ticket giveaways, new programming, um, special offers on swag. Swag. I don't know. I, I call it swag. I think I like the sh- the maybe it's because i'm jewish i don't know <laughs> the swag <laughs> so the emails are only going to come once a month just for the fyi so you know how we do we are promoting a spam free world and we're all about it so that again is radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter 
for all my Jews out there, I wish you a happy new year. We are in the middle of it. And uh, this week's guest, I am really looking forward to having. So let's get to it right now. Sauder Russo is a New York City-born DJ, producer, MC, and I'm lucky to call him a fellow Ithaca College alum. He and I did WICB together in college, and I'm lucky that he has agreed to be here this week on Lost and Rebound. Here he is in the studio. Welcome to Sodar Russo, a.k.a. NSR. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's what up? is up, my friend? Thanks for having me. It's really nice to be here. I figure uh, this is a, a good opportunity for us to uh, have a little bit of a reunion. I feel like it's been a few years since even the last time we even chatted in person. Yeah. I think I've seen you in, in the streets. I'm in like, the, I'm always on the streets. Yes, you are. You are. <laughs> uh as am i as well yeah but yeah i feel like we haven't uh it's 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 definitely been a minute yeah well i think doug uh, our old producer ran into turbo uh turb sorry dj Turbs. he originally at ithaca he went by dj turbo and then somewhere along the line i think he just changed it to turbs he'll probably strangle you if you call him turbo yeah i don't know nah maybe maybe he'll appreciate the nostalgia would, would, he's would, actually he's actually more of a pacifist so i, I yeah. shouldn't say that i'm sorry turbs He's a nice guy. Collaborator. He'd be angry outside. He's a collaborator, another Ithaca College uh, DJ alum, and you have collaborated on a number of tracks. In fact, one uh, that we may actually get to hear in this hour. Your involvement with uh, him as a DJ gave you more of a chance to be an MC. Yeah, we met in Ithaca. He was a junior when I was a freshman, and I wanted to do radio. And I mean, I've, I've, I've probably wanted to do radio since, you know, since I was a, a, a child. Um, what were you listening to on the radio back? What, what, what radio stations uh, were you listening to? I was listening to WKCR. I was listening to Stretch and Bobbito. Word. Um, for those that don't know, um, they now actually have a, a NPR podcast called What's Good with Stretch and Bobbito. I'm just out here promoting them as well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're your <laughs> influences. They're, they're yeah. your teachers. Yeah, for sure. They, they they actually had a show on. Uh, it was um, uh, you know, it was a, it was an underground hip hop show um on Thursday nights from like one to four, um and there's actually a documentary on it called uh, uh, Radio That Changed Lives. They basically broke a lot of artists. Obviously, super influential for me being a, a kid that was interested in radio and and also you know a little little backpack hip hop head. This is back in the day when you know you couldn't get stuff on the internet. Um, you could so, probably stream it on real play or something, but that was about it. I almost think it was like before that because I remember literally having to tape the shows because it was you know it was Thursday at one. And I was in high school, um, and so I remember like going to sleep and you know pushing uh, record and play on the tape deck, and then it was ninety minute uh, a ninety minute side for each, and I would 
<laughs> this is so nerdy. Kids don't have to do this these days. Uh, I would set an alarm for an hour and a half, and then I would flip the tape over. And then every Friday, I woke up just tired as shit. And but you'd, uh, you'd throw the tape in the deck, and, then and I'd, like, I'd have the tape in, in in my Walkman, and you know, and like me and me and my nerdy ass hip hop friends on on Friday would come in all all sleepy eyed and be like, "Yo, you heard you heard the Big L freestyle?" You know what I mean? For me, from from a, a music and radio standpoint specifically, that was definitely probably one of my biggest influences. But you went to school on the Upper West Side. You were from the Upper West Side. Born and raised on the Upper West. Yeah, and I went to PS eighty seven. I'll just run down the schools: PS eighty seven, Manhattan East. Went to LaGuardia High School for drama for a year and a half, and then left and went to Beacon. What made graduated you, from Beacon? What made you leave LaGuardia after studying trauma? I think at that point in my life, it was just a little too intense for me. You know, I was 13, 14 years old. I, I, I literally, I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was kind of a pretty prestigious school, and like a lot of homies that you know that I grew up with ended up getting in there um, for different majors. So I was excited to go, but once I got there, it was like you know four periods of drama. And drama-related things like tap dance and movement and then, you know, studying like Stanislavski's method of acting. And I was like, I just kind of want to smoke weed and, and skateboard. And Imagine so. that. You wanted to be a teenager. You weren't ready yeah, to be yeah, a professional yeah. yet. It was an intense program. I just kind of wasn't sure at that point. What was the first rap album you remember purchasing? I actually think... Damn, this is kind of cliche. I wish it was like a little more cutty. I actually think it was 36 Chambers. Wu-Tang. And that, for those that did that kind of set the bar or did it? Sorry? No, sorry. No, you were trailing for a minute. I was saying, yeah, yeah, for those that don't know. For those oh. who've been sleeping, um, there's a group with nine MCs <laughs> and it just came at you real hard. Uh, they can't. Uh, yeah. I actually remember uh, um, asking my mom if I could get it. I was like, oh, there's, you know, there's this album that I want. It's by uh, Wu-Tang Clan, 36 Chambers. And she was like, I heard about it on NPR. You, you can't get it. She's like, you can't get it. And she wouldn't let me get it. She wouldn't let me get it. And lo and uh, behold, now 20 years later, and, and now you get the rap shit on NPR anyway. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's just come full circle. Actually, uh, uh, an uh, interesting story about that is, and this is shout out to very good parenting and to both of my parents who were extremely good parents. Another album that I wanted, you know, that was back in the like the parental advisory. Uh, I think it was like Tipper Gore or like some uh, I forget who. Yeah, like that what, sounds what, about right. Like what campaign? There was like a a big kind of like a you know kind of a political movement around like you know censoring music and 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 you know and 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 putting that when that parental advisory sticker like yeah. launched. And the album that I actually wanted was Beck Mellow Gold. And my yeah. mom was like, I will let you buy that album if you learn how to play an instrument. And that's how I started to play guitar. When did you start? And so when was that? I was like probably 12. 12 maybe. or 13? Yeah, 12 or 13. So probably. you're in middle school. You're learning how to play guitar. And yeah. that is... Maybe, sep- maybe 11. I don't, I don't hey, but still, I mean, you're at an I'm age old. where... You're at an age, though, in that point in your life where... You know, you could continue doing it or you could go, you know, remove it from your palate and focus on something else. That was for me. Like, I learned how to play guitar when I was that age. And then I just didn't go through with it because I was too busy acting and just working on that grind. 
the uh, nature of your playing guitar didn't have any connection at all with your interest in rap. It was simply just a, in the back pocket, your talent of learning guitar. He didn't pursue it at all. No, I didn't pursue it professionally, per se, but I was always interested in music. My mom sang in the choir, and, and she used to say that um, when she was pregnant with me and she was singing in the choir, and I would I would always kick during the... <laughs> <laughs> like like while she was singing, I don't I don't know. So are, she's so yeah. Are both of your parents pretty? I mean, obviously you're saying your mom has been involved in uh, some form of music, singing choir, and your father just as well involved with music, or just more uh, on the interested part. Yeah, point. Not really. My dad less so. It was more of my mom. I forgot. Do you have siblings the, the at influence. all? Yeah, I have a younger sister. Okay. Shout out Rebecca. And did she get influenced by uh, the music that you were listening to? It's interesting having folks on who are younger siblings who get mm-hmm. influenced by their older siblings with the music they listen to. Right. Uh, you and I both are older siblings. So uh-huh. would you say that what you listen to or vice versa, what your parents were bestowing onto the both of you inspired you? Mm. Yeah, I think for Rebecca, my younger sister's case, it was more uh, my parents' influence. I can't even remember if I think she was listening to like more uh, pop music sure. uh, back in those days. And I don't really think she was, I don't, I don't know. I can't even remember if like, uh, if me being like, yo, you listen to this Snoop Dogg album, Doggy Style. And <laughs> which Doggy Style I also remember, I feel like I had to, uh, I had to hide a lot of stuff from my parents. You as, had to as, hide as albums? teenagers do. Yeah, well, all right. So the tape version of Doggy Style in the liner notes, they were like, a, it was like a cartoon, and it was like naked dog. I don't know. I don't know if you remember. It, I'm familiar with it. It was like an erotic cartoon, and I remember just being like really uh, ashamed of having, or or kind of just like, I can't let my mom find this. I used to hide this shit under under my pillow. Yeah. No, you wouldn't want uh, any parental units to find you with any kind of animated smut. How how dare you at your age have such filth? Yeah. What what would they think when uh, you uh, wanted to start learning how to rap yourself? Were were they a little bit uh, on the fence about it? My parents were always extremely supportive of everything. You know, I mean, one of my first loves was, was skateboarding and growing up in the city and, and skating, I, I didn't really feel connected to, to any like team sports. And I was kind of just wanted to do something that was creative and, and independent and, and that didn't really like follow any rules or boundaries. That was uh, skating for me. You're looking at me like... Yeah, no, but that's 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 also <laughs> indicative too. It's like you're learning an instrument, you, you know, you have your uh, form of transportation, be it biking or skateboarding. Right. Um, and you chose that. And so you probably got with a crowd of folks who were all listening to the same music yeah. and you had kindred spirits. If you Totally. Will. Yeah. There, there definitely was a, there, there, there was a scene and it, and it, and it was, I think it was way less popular than, than it was today or than it is today. Rather, I don't know, like not that many people skated now skating and listening to rap music is, you know, is, is very commonplace. It's, Peanut it, it's, butter it's and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Good old-fashioned PB&J yeah, sandwich. exactly, exactly. And so when I was doing it, I didn't want to wear a jersey. I didn't want to, like, be tapped in and say, okay, now you have to go kick the ball a certain way, or now you have to go, you know, uh, throw this ball through a hoop. It's all, it's all about balls, basically. Skateboarding for me was, especially growing up in New York, it was, it was a way to explore the city. And it also allowed me to, like, to look at structurally and look at this, at 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 this place in a completely different way, you know, like look at a structure and, and, and not think of it as like, these are stairs that I walk up, but they're, you know, stairs that I will try and jump down or grind on. Or I know. sense that you were the kind of cat who wanted to uh, tr- 
travel and learn about the city. You have the uh, ability, you have the permission to go and explore. And you, I, yeah, I, sense, I, sense, I sense that you had a notebook with you and you were using that time to mm-hmm. just sort of like write in the park. You'd go and, uh, and you became more of a writer first and then, if anything, an MC second. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty true. I was always writing. I had friends that were interested in hip hop and, and I, I, I can't even really remember like when I started. I remember the first rap song that I ever recorded, which I was looking for, which would definitely embarrass the shit out of me, which I was looking for for today. But I, I could still I still might might try and find it and, yeah, and, 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 and get it to you. But I was just yeah, I was with the kid and like, you know, everyone was just smoking weed and freestyling and that's what we did there was this place around LaGuardia and and Beacon there was a spot called the squares and everyone would go hang outside uh at the squares after school and it was like LaGuardia people it was Beacon people it was Martin Luther King people so you know you had the it all converged yeah you had a you had the diversity that that New York is inherent for and and there were just big ciphers all the time and I remember just being super scared especially I think like I was very race conscious of me being this white kid that was that was you know and that was involved in a black art form took a while for me to build up the courage to like step in a cipher and rap and and then I did and I feel like I was accepted um or people were like oh oh this kid he, like he's alright like he, he has some skills and and then I think that that just kind of pushed me and then I just kept, I kept doing it and now you're doing even more than just rhyming you're uh producing uh getting back to that a little bit um mm-hmm. I I I have to commend you because I never would have expected uh seeing my homie Noah Sauderusso on my fucking television doing a scene for house of yes in high maintenance oh, because yeah. of his dj skills yeah you've reached the apparatus sir <laughs> you, you you're a high maintenance actor and Shit, a dj i wish i i mean no no speaking roles but <laughs> definitely definitely get paid either but um, oh damn no nah, no nah, nah, that's cool it was cool um no that was that was like a you know my my little little one second of fame which, it, it, which, it was yeah it was i mean it was short it, it was it was very short. For those who are, are not aware, um, there was a scene in a recent high maintenance episode that took place at House of Yes, and mm. uh, the it was actually at sorry it was actually at uh, uh, Jetson uh, Memorial where, Church. Where is that? It's on West Fourth Street. Okay, and it was it was it was supposed it's supposed to be uh, somewhere else. Well, and they, I think they, there was another it. there was actually another episode that was filmed at House of Yes in the in the more recent season of High Maintenance. My fault, but this was no no no. It's all good. This was I mean there is very similar. It's kind of like you know they're both like very burnery uh, sure. parties, and this was like a morning. They had these like. Uh, morning parties. This one was called Morning Gloryville. And there, there's a bunch of other ones that are like people who wake up and go dance and then go to work kind of things like n- not in after hours but that that kind of season and and high maintenance was filmed at one of these parties in this church in 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 Jetson. talk a little bit about what got you to doing what you're doing in terms of the kind of music uh, you tend to produce and the beats that you're making now I, I mean you're a beat maker you're a dj uh and clearly you've tapped into a scene that uh that you probably didn't know you were going to be involved with before yeah how did you find yourself in there was it just the people who were booking you you know what when we were doing radio at ithaca college i was always interested in djing and turbs who we talked about before was definitely an influence for me you know he's playing all hip-hop vinyl in those days and you know i graduated college i was kind of Typical, like floating around, not really knowing what I wanted to do, knowing I had these interests, obviously, but not not actually knowing how to go about making that my life. 
I was bartending and I was make, making music. I was making hip hop at that point. And then I remember just bar- bartending in these spots and the DJs were, were really bad. Um, no disrespect. I'd work on Saturday night and then they'd kind of pl- come and play the same sets. And I was always like... They're just sort of phoning it in. I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could definitely do this. And I always had an interest and then I just, I learned. And then I started DJing and, and then I think it was just a natural progression to where I am now. I just, I, I kept doing it and then started producing music and I played, I mean, at this point I, I, I play everything. Um, it's a lot more um, house and, and techno and, and disco focus and less like hip hop stuff. Although mm-hmm. I do, I do do a, a monthly hip hop party called Future Old School at Friends and Lovers, which is one of the best venues in New York City. Yes, it is. Along with House of Yes. For me, it's like, I, I, I don't know. It's it's a gift and a curse because like I can do a lot of different, I'm, I'm super versatile as far as like the music that I play, but I don't have a clear lane, I guess you could say, you know? Why do you need a clear um, lane? You yeah, seems, it, seems, it seems like you're pretty uh, direct yeah. in that you want to uh, just bring a party and yeah. if you're willing to be flexible depending on who the crowd is. Yes. Isn't that the whole point of a DJ? True story. Uh-huh. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And for me now, like I get to do a lot of the things that I want to do. And as far as like play music out that I want to, there are certain parties that I play that are, you know, only deep house and techno. There's certain parties I play that are, that are disco. There's certain parties I play that are more open. And then there, there's, there's some parties I play that are, you know, old school hip hop. And, are, and so, are those your favorite parties to throw to, to DJ? Um, in, in this think, time, I think, I think current day NSR. Yeah. <laughs> current day. Um, I think my favorite parties are, are ones that, that people are just open musically. It goes both ways. In the hip hop world, it's like a lot of times, you know, what gets people hyped are songs that they know. Um, and in the house music world, it's a lot of stuff that people, you know, it's more of a vibe and less of like the actual song. You're a little more limited when it comes to doing the hip hop stuff. I think I gravitated more towards the house and disco stuff because a lot of it was about digging for records and and being like, no one's going to know this record, but it's such a good fucking record. And, and yeah. you know, and like, and and it's going to have that same reaction as if you played, uh, you know, hypnotize. Yeah, that's what's up for me, man. And on the hypnotize tip, I have to admit that uh, when I finally heard Herb Albert's uh, Rise, I fucking flipped my <laughs> shit because that track is so goddamn funky. And yeah. I would, if that came out of the club instead of hypnotized, I would be yeah. all up on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about like hip hop samples. Yeah. Finding into that same sort of uh, cr- uh, that niche of the disco and, you know, rare finds and stuff. Mm-hmm. That off the top of my head, I can only think of that kind of style of music that would really get me jumping onto the floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going to a bar mitzvah coming up in this weekend. I know they're oh, gonna. Oh shit! My cousin's gonna, you know. I, I remember holding my cousin, man. I remember holding <laughs> him in my hand like as a newborn. Now, 13 years later, now he's a grown man. Yeah, he's gonna with have with a circumcised dick. <laughs> ah, don't want to think about that. That he didn't consent to. Last, uh, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just like trying to not think about. I can about... curse and stuff, right? Oh yeah, curse all okay, my fucking wall, motherfucker. So but I was gonna say, I hope the DJ <laughs> is not too bad. I mean, you know, when you have a bar mitzvah, you got bar mitzvah, right? No, no, you I never didn't. got bar mitzvah. No, 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 I didn't. My parents gave me the option. They were like, you could go to Hebrew school, and you know, do this, and and I was like, oh, what does it really entail? And they're like, oh, you have to, you know, study, Would study you... the Torah and yeah. etc. And I was like, no, nah, I was like, I'm good. I just, I'm like, I Would you DJ at bar mitzvah? Uh, I I think I have. You have. I have DJ to bar mitzvah. Ooh, um, tell me. Oh, yeah. 
Shit. Excited. No, I'm it's saying because no, yeah, that ex- no, I mean, I'm I don't, saying I don't even know. I, honestly, I really don't know. What, How do you what entertain thirteen-year-olds? Like. I don't. I don't know what what the kids like today. I have a few people who kind of keep me in touch with the youth, but I don't really know. Uh, Turbs knows what 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 the kids like. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like thirteen-year-old Jewish kids probably listen to you know like little Yachty and shit. I don't even no? know what that is, but I I believe you. <laughs> Yes, my it's, ear is it's, it's way a, more to the street. You it's a little, little rap. I don't know Lil Yachty. Okay. Do I, wait, 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 humble song. What's I don't know. Song? Like, nah, I don't know. Like, okay, it's okay. <laughs> Let's actually this time take a listen Let's to cue the the Lil Yachty. Yes, cue the Lil Yachty. Um, no, so I, I have to mention this because anybody who wants to check you out online could do so. You you're on SoundCloud. You're on um Instagram. You're on Facebook. You're. Yep. You got imnsr.com. Yeah. One thing that people will undoubtedly think when they see your face is he looks a lot like Adrian Brody. True. And I remember being very uh, into Adrian Brody's uh, body of work when I was in college. Mm, And I never, never would have thought that I'd be seeing a a dude I knew from college in a music video rhyming about how he's the rap Adrian Brody. (laughs) And immediately I was like, niche, you got it. He got it. Hook, line, and sinker. You know, I've how met, did you arrive at this? It's amazing. Know, it's brilliant. You know, I, He's I mean, a rapper and a producer too. He is. You know that I'm. Um, I was dating this girl who lived on the Lower East Side, and I remember leaving her apartment one morning, and it was pouring rain, and coming downstairs, and and hiding under a scaffolding, and I literally turned to my left, and it's and it's Adrian Brody Shit. with. Uh, you know, with, I don't know, this, this model that he was with. And I was like, fuck, I have to tell him that I made a rap song talking about that. I look like him and he was cool. And I approached him and I was like, yo, what's up, man? Like, I like, I know you make beats and you know, it's like, I'd seen some interviews on him where like he, he talks about that. He he makes beats and he listens to hip hop. And so I I thought that'd be a nice intro. And I was like, yeah. So like, um, man, I just got to tell you that, that I made a song, um, where I talk about looking like you, and then the 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 woman that that he was with, she was like, "Oh yeah, you have you have a, a resemblance," <laughs> and yeah, and and I and then he was like, "Oh word," he was like, "You you got it on you?" And I was like, no. "I was like no, like I don't I don't have it on me," and I I I don't know if he he gave me an email or something. I think he gave me an email. I you know it's probably spam some shit. I mean he never responded. <laughs> I, I sent it to him. I sent it to whoever. It was, and uh, he never responded. Maybe it's because like I, I kind of diss him a little bit in it, but Aww. he's also, I mean, he shouldn't be mad at that. It's you know, a, you know it's he has so creative, much money. Creative license. And I mean, that guy's an Oscar he has winner. So much money. He has an Oscar winner, and he made a beat for. Oh God, who is it? Uh, sea Ray's walls for. Uh, Did he? Yeah, I forgot Shit, the name I of the track. I think it's called Limelight. Um, or maybe that's the album. That- Look it up. I swear to God, you can look up Adrian Brody series as well as, and you'll find a track that he produced. <laughs> it ain't half bad, but this is even better. That's funny. This is even better. It's called... Shout Adrian Brody. Yo, if you're listening, holler at me, imnsr.com. <laughs> this is and, a... go, and go talk to my management. And this is a track he did in 2007? Is that correct? It was probably 10 years ago. So, yeah. 2007? 2007? Sure. It came from going out and repeatedly people being like, you look like the actor. You you look like Adrian Brody. You look like Adrian Brody. And then one night I was out and I was with Terbs who, who produced this. And I heard it like seven times in one night. And I was like, this is wild. And enough's enough. 
And we went back to his crib that night after the bar. And he had this Dang beat and, and we recorded it. And so that's the story behind this Let's hear song, it. Embarrassed. a compliment well then you owe me a quick turn in the sack cause i'm honing you could take a picture but it costs money i pose real hard with the fitted in a phony show it to your friends they'll say it's phony this tall white kid ain't no brody no fly actress wife to a homie but there are some similarities you know we both got dark hair both got a nose we both got a slim face slim waist body if i really look like adrian brody i'd play him on broadway and win a tony my king kong would be so long she would blow me and be the pianist for my pianist okay so next time you see me on the street you could call me nsr aka adrian brody yeah said i look like adrian brody adrian brody adrian adrian brody Said I look like Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, Adrian, Adrian Brody. She goes, oh my God, is that Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody? Man, I guess I look like Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, like that. Adrian Brody. Terms. A B. You see me saying. Time you see me on the street, it's coming me correct. It's $50 a picture, $40 for a hug. You know what I mean? Check me on imdb.com. Adrian Brody, check out my stats. This shit is pretty deep, yo. You know what I mean? King Kong, pianist. You know what I mean? That, that Spike Lee joint. Uh, yeah, man. That's it. We out. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. That's ridiculous. Uh, man, when was oh, the last time you heard that, that track? ridiculous. Uh... Uh, yesterday like what i listen to it every day <laughs> while i shower uh like a year a year and a half i think that's sometimes if i'm at parties and i'm drunk or like someone i mean people people know that i that i did it and, and somehow and and so like they'll they'll mention it and then i'll like wrap it for people but only when i'm in, intoxicated usually uh but i don't listen to it for pleasure you, do you like all. do you like listening to yourself uh, in music form, are you are you a fan of your own work, or do you like to make it and then just sort of let other people listen to it? But you 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 are not really into it. It's more that I make shit and then I'm too self conscious, and then it just stays on my computer. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> I think that's how a lot of artists yeah, are in most yeah. cases. Well, it's also this like right. It's like you're you're 
I feel like making any art, you know, you you oscillate between like crippling self-doubt as an artist and like extreme confidence. And I think that sometimes the pendulum swings more towards the self-doubt as far as like, I'll do something like, I think this is cool. I don't, I don't know if people will like it. And uh, let's just leave it in the iTunes. You, so, you made rapping, you made rapping look easy there you made like i mean it comes Thanks. effortlessly to you, i appreciate clearly. it yeah no i mean i've known you for Thanks. enough time now at this point to say that like uh you've got the swagger and you've got like the confidence when you are performing and when you are uh even i mean i haven't uh, unfortunately had the opportunity to be there at a show that you're rocking just on the on the ones and twos but i yeah. imagine that that confidence knowing what you're doing when you're in that moment yeah translates well to when you're djing as opposed to emceeing yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I've always, I mean, I've just always performed, you know, w- one way or the other when I was a kid, whether, you know, whether it was like putting on plays or, you know, or, or playing instruments for people or when I used to do rap show. I mean, I haven't done like a rap show in, in 10 years. And also like, l- l- let's be clear that I'm, I don't want to like position myself as like a rapper that does rap stuff. Cause I, I feel like I don't really do that anymore, but, but, but I do think that a lot of that kind of influences and informs the stuff that I'm doing now. So like I've been doing a lot more electronic stuff and four to floor kind of dance based music. Mm-hmm. And I will always try and like incorporate original vocals in those, whether it be like little refrains or whether it be me trying to sing or whether it's like, you know, some like eight bars here and there. So that's kind of like what that has morphed into now. Amazing. Um, where I am now is that I have a chunk of material that I've been sitting on for a while and that I've been working on and kind of refining my sound and figuring out, you know, how I want to present myself as an artist musically beyond the DJ stuff that I do. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually at a point now where I have a chunk of songs that I'm comfortable with and I'm starting to work on just getting them mixed and mastered. And hopefully, literally within like the next year, because I know that it takes uh, it takes a long time to put shit out. I mean, I I used to I used to go the route of like just put it on Bandcamp or SoundCloud and you know yeah. whatever and get whatever blog or website to premiere. I'm finishing this body of work that I have, and then I'm gonna start shopping it around. And so hopefully there will be something like official official within the the next year. Dude. and then I'll I'll come back on and and bring more of the embarrassing clips with you. <laughs> and I'll bring embarrassing. You're, shit. you're you're gonna you're gonna stick around with us. We have uh, we All have right. not we have not even scratched the surface with <laughs> Noah Sauderusso Damn. here this week on Lost and Rewound. When we come back. We're going to dive back a little farther, even past 2007, 2008, to when we were both in undergrad. This is, once again, your audio archive uh, shit show known as (laughs) Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Stick around. Welcome back. If you want to listen to any of our old episodes of Lost and Rewound, you can do so. 
there is a large chunk of episodes that you can hear up on Podomatic as well as SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Those are our four main platforms. Feel free to take a look at our Podomatic website first and foremost, though. That's the easiest place to hear our material. Uh, you can download episodes without having to access the web. Just, you know, download them onto your phone, man. Lostandrewound.podomatic.com. And this is our uh, episode here with Noah Soto Russo. And we're about to dive into WICB City Rhythms. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> to re- recap, I'm, I'm going to... What, what's up? You no, I'm just I'm I'm laughing. I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm just thinking about what. What's like, the I first have, thing that comes you to your have? mind? All right, so you wrote me um, out of the blue after you know not having chatted for you know on for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then I was like, sure. hey, you're like I have this footage or this like you know I have this recording of you. I think you said from Team Facelifts. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Team Facelift was like a crew. They were like a a, a rap group. Um, who Did you go all, to high school with them? In, I think they went to shit. I don't know. I think they went. They might have gone to Beacon or, or maybe one shit. of them. No, they okay. went to shit. Uh, no, no, no. They, I mean, they're actually all really uh, dope artists. No, and, no, no. And they're, they, and they're almost respect. And like, yeah. And Fat Jew obviously is like, you know, I was talking to my girlfriend about this, and she's Israeli, and she was, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, Team Face. And she's like, I don't know. She she doesn't pay t- too much uh, attention to to pop culture, which is one of the reasons why I love her so much. I was like, oh, Fat Jew. She's like, oh, yeah, Instagram dude, you know? So I think he's probably the most notable uh, member. Is it the of- same Fat Jew? Yeah. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that uh, he- I'm putting you on now? The, the, <laughs> I thought they just happened to have the same name. He Fat Jew. That was <laughs> he has more than one. Yeah. Who, dude, yeah, yeah. there's I, a lot of fat I'm Jews. becoming I'm a, fat sure. Jew, a fat Jew as far Jew, as yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> no, so you're saying that the thief that Jew. Yeah, uh, started out on Team Facelift of like the 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 one. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, Josh. Man, we, I got. More, he's a he's a great. He's a, I got way he's a great dude. more than I was uh, uh, expecting for this week. But incidentally, you got now, now, yeah, we're, we <laughs> we reached that one. So, <laughs> to recap, uh, I was on the exec staff in my senior year of working at WICV. It's two thousand and four, two thousand and five. I know exactly the date that this was recorded. It is almost exactly, Noah, 14 years ago to the day. 14 years ago? Yep, 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 yep. Holy to the, shit, I'm almost old. To the exact day. Let's get into Fuck. it. We're going to listen to... All right. This is me. This is from ICB. This is you on the mic. I'm, I'm going to play... There's three clips I have, and um, so they're nervous. pretty they're pretty long, but this one's a little <laughs> short, so we'll get started, and we'll this is this is the primer, the primer I say. All right, let's go. Ninety two, WICB Ithaca. What's going on, Central New York? Saturday night jump off. You man optics holding it down. Hip hop anonymous is in the place to be. What up? What up? All right. Yep, you just heard method. And Busta Rhymes, a new joint, what's happening? Before that, Lloyd Banks, I'm so fly. Started the show off with Jada Kiss, air it out. A little weather break right now. Today, the rain is going to end early, all right? I'm glad that that rain's over. All right, so tonight is going to be mostly clear. Lows kind of dipping around the lower 40s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Highs in the lower 60s. Temperatures are dropping. If y'all were at the football game today, I see one. I beat Hardwick. Crazy game. And it was freezing. It was not like last week. So be prepared for those uh, dipping temperatures. Currently, it is 49 degrees atop of Ithaca South Hill. What's going on here, Bob Anonymous? That's good, yo. We got we got an interview coming up soon, sometime in in this hour. We got uh, a group called 
team facelift coming into the studio. Can't wait for that. And uh, make sure to stay tuned for the Underground show tonight between midnight and 2 because uh, we got a little interview with Wordsworth, a phone interview with Wordsworth. So stick around for wow, that, yo. It's going to be crazy. I actually saw Wordsworth on um, 106 in Park as a judge. Oh, for real? For Freestyle Friday on the last um, Freestyle Friday. So. hot. He's definitely doing his thing, you know. Definitely check that out after the Saturday night jump off. And then at 12 o'clock, I have crazy, crazy exclusives for you. I'm about to hit you with one right now. Jay-Z and R. Kelly joint Big Chips. This is now, if y'all haven't heard, the best of both worlds part two. I don't really know, you know, how they're trying to do it, but this this joint is definitely crazy along with a bunch of other exclusives coming up in the next two hours. Keep it locked. The number to call, 274-3217. You listen to the jump off optics. Hip Hop Anonymous holding you down. ICB City Rhythms. Yo, if somebody called you, if somebody called you Optics now, would you punch them in the face? No. (laughs) You'd be like, who are you? I'm gonna punch myself in the face. (laughs) I, I, first of all, god damn, what is wrong with my voice, dude? Um, What was wrong with my voice? I was trying to do like the same thing. I think, I think I was listening to, to to so much Cipher Sounds at that point, and. I just wanted to be Cypher Sounds, probably. I was so hyped. Oh my god! I, I, I mean, yeah, that that's probably the, the, the yeah. also the point in my life where like I was going to the Dominican barbers and getting shape ups. So, um, what made you? Uh, what made you do that? Well, I, 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 what, what, what shape what ups? Makes, what, what made me do anything? Uh, wow, damn, that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i know shit. i know i, sh- I should have prepared shit. you yeah no better. i had i had no no preparation i was really i was really hyped i was just super hip-hop i i just i, I was really just uh that's the most hip-hop i think that i've ever been ever it sounded before, like to ever. me that i was trying to match just how hip-hop you were and be equally as excited <laughs> i never heard of this group ever i was like you we got an interview coming <laughs> yeah, up right? yeah, so yeah. stick around it's gonna be yeah. hot yeah, I think I, <laughs> what the fuck, I've, on? I've, I've, yeah, 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 yeah. You got, you got embarrassed too. Yeah, we're all getting embarrassed. My favorite Damn. part of that particular clip is when you're doing the weather and you're going super I'm going hard, hard, hard on the weather. Hey, yo, son, yo, check it out, yo. It's about to rain, but yo, the rain's gonna stop. You know what I'm saying, yo? <laughs> it's going down. I mean, literally, like it's going down like thunderstorms and shit. You know what I mean? But yo, check it out. All right, cool. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Ay, Dios mio. Also, for the record, fuck R. Kelly. Uh, yes. So, uh, and with, put that out there. And with that, let's keep going, because there's so uh, yeah, much, yeah, so yeah. much more. 92, WICB, Ithaca. Optics holding it down. Saturday night, jump off. I, we, yo, we got a little special treat for you right here. I just want everyone, everyone in the studio right now to introduce themselves. You know what I'm saying? Still, this is Team Facelift. Team and, Facelift. And it's a big special treat. And it's it's huge. Special. All right. Huge. Secret. They call me the fat Jew, the white Morgan Freeman. Dots on the face. My name's name's Kareem Shalat Islam. This is Machine right here. This is Machine, the white Bobby Brown. Okay. Okay, so uh, so where y'all from, actually? We're from Manhattan. Yeah. All right, that's what's up. I'm from yeah. Manhattan, too. Right. And this cat right here lives a block away from me. High up the west side. That's what's up. I'm from Senegal. Oh, word. All right. No, not really. It's all good. We got Senegal CDs somewhere in there. All right, I feel that. I feel that. That's what's up. All right, so first and foremost, I mean, y'all got some pretty uh, eclectic names. Um, how, how'd you get those? How'd you uh, get the names? Well, I went to, like, uh, during the first uh, Intifada, um, like, over in Afghanistan. All right. Like, um, I went over there. I was fighting the Jihad. Like, there was the first Jihad, and that was the name that I was bestowed upon me. Where? Some of my elders. I right, peace. My, my name, uh, my name's a little more basic because I'm literally a fat Jew. 
It's a, right. you know, like everyone yeah, should have a name. literal nickname. Where's the webcam? Can we get that? Oh, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not a joke. Look at yeah, those yeah, breasts. Yeah. Those are man breasts. Wow. Show your man breasts. I have, I have man breasts. Okay. All right. All right, let's keep it clean. All right, no doubt. So what about Machine. We, we my man right here? Machine. Explain this. It's very deep. I mean, he has no emotions. He's like not really a, a human being. Feelings don't compute, unfortunately. It would be unfair. No emotions. He yearns for them, though, sometimes. He cries motor oil. Yeah. What are these emotions? This does not compute. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't even understand the meaning of the word. Wow. It's All right, that's what's up. Okay, definitely. So, um, so where'd y'all all get started out? Started out, I mean, like, like you from Manhattan? Yeah, yeah, like you went to the same high school or? Oh, I don't even know. I think mostly on the golf game circuit. What, 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 what high school did you go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's slow it down. What, what high school did you guys go to? Uh, I went to the day school. Okay. I went to the yeshiva. Okay. That's where I started. Yeah, that's where I started battling. Yeah. Working the yeshiva circuit. <laughs> There's a lot of battle rap on the yeshiva circuit that people, I, I, I people don't really, that. people kind of sleep on it. He's the hottest and fattest Jew out right now. Of all time. <laughs> of all, and Machine, uh, Machine grew up in a junkyard and went, never went to school. I was put together by my mom, Maureen. Shout outs to her. Shouts. Okay. Definitely. Big ups to all the moms. <laughs> all right. Especially moms. Yeah. Seriously. Right. <laughs> Alright, so what is this? I'm skipping over that question. Alright, so so let's get real like like what are y'all influences? Wait, what was that question? Yeah, I was you skipping over it for now. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not the one who typed it up and this this Yo man, for real. Just keep going, man. I thought maybe it was personal. All right, oh no, no, no. No, I'm I'm oh, trying I to get to emotional. Get I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get over it. Let's get emotional. I, thought, I, thought emotional. I wanna cry. Let's get to the bottom of things. No. Alright, alright. Ask right. me about like I don't know. Ask me about my mom. Like, let's get serious. All right. So, can I ask you about like your hip hop influences and whatnot? My mom. Have a good. It's a tie-in right your there. Your mom rhyme though. Um, she makes beats. She's she nice. She, she's a beatbox. She's okay. a mad good beatboxer. Word. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. So. Or was that after you started getting into the rap thing? Well, she kind of like put me on. All right. She schooled me to like the whole game, like the industry side of things. Oh yeah. Right. Who are my rap? I never yep. even thought about who my rap influences were. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't even really like. We basically listen to only like Team Facelift music. Only, yeah, basically. I'd only, say like drag. Stuff probably drag on from Rough Riders is probably my biggest okay. influence. Pumpkin. Just you, like, like that, you like that fast like. Well, we, yeah, well, I mean, we had him over for dinner. You oh, know, he, and he was nice. He, the moms, he right, the right. He met my, you know, right. he like pretended like he liked her cooking, even though it was bad. So I was like, you know what? He's a nice guy. I'll buy a CD, and then it was all right. You know. Okay. So, so it's more just like you know, we're friends. Okay, that's what's up. All right, so all y'all from Manhattan, obviously, like you stated, big ups to Manhattan. Um, so what the hell y'all doing in Ithaca, really? Well, we're about to do a show, actually. Yeah, we're on tour right now. Okay, you on tour? Go uh-huh. back to Africa tour. The back to Africa tour. So Cornell. So you going to Cornell? All right. Play some, yeah. play some frat meatheads. Where you guys? Where you guys touring at? We. Uh, <laughs> you know the spot yet? Show, we did a show at Bard. Um, and then we do, oh, where are we going tonight, you mean? At Cornell, yeah. It's at the SAE frat. SAE frat? Yeah, yeah. And that's tonight? Yeah, tonight. Okay. Tonight. Right, right after we leave here. Okay. It's going to be bananas. Do you know the address? Uh, 101 McGraw Place. My mom's free, working right? the door. It's free, yeah, right? it's free. But it'll yeah, take a toll on your emotions. Already. Okay, okay. I so guarantee well. that. What? So that is free. So one on one McGraw place, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone out there, S A E frat. It'll out. move. Check you. that out. It'll move. You, you. want to see a fat Jew in a, in, a, in a woman's blouse? Yo, I would come to see you. That's man. what I'm saying. That's serious. That's serious. In a woman's blouse, if you've never seen that. That's serious. Or men riding horses. Yo, this kid is not joking, though. You think this is a game? It's for real. It's as real as it gets. Yo, yo, for real. I'm like, yo, you want to check out and really see what's up, you can go to 
teamfacelift.org. See for yourself. And go to teamfacelift.com. Yo, Team yeah, check it out. Teamfacelift.com. Yeah, so. straight up. We got nudie pictures for sale. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of merchandise. Dirty underpants. It's true, though. I got my cell phone in there. You can call me. I do bar mitzvahs. I'll come over and just hang out with you. <laughs> okay. We'll touch each other. Play each of us. Right. Also, hey, each hey, of us hey, caters hey, to like I'm playing your living fetish. room, whatever. Spasmatic. I just keep it clean, guys. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were just on Regis and Kathy Lee, so like we had to... We know how to tone it down. Okay, so I like, know. You know what I'm saying. So, so you're doing your talk show thing, like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting on the promotions for the, the tour, way, you know, kind of gain support right. and stuff like that. Exactly. All right, All right. that's exactly. what's up. I'm feeling that. So, so a, a question that's coming from Hip Hop Anonymous back here, aka Big Dog Pitbull, is uh, <laughs> what is the aspect of rap you hope to most change? Well, there's not enough transvestites. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's exactly. Word up. It's too many like men and women defined you know listening yeah. to rap, but not enough like of both. Right. You know what I'm saying? I not see. enough trans. Right. Exactly. Some hermaphrodites right. and transvestites. All right. I'm, I'm feeling the style. Um, exactly. This is a question. This is off the dome, by the way. Um, what do you what do y'all think about like like the whole white tee phenomenon? And now you know they oh got my God. the the franchise boys, right? The okay, white yeah, tee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about the song that they put yeah, out. The white tee. We have song. so many things that you just okay. touched on something like you okay. literally just opened up. It's, it's, it's been in my mind. Yeah. First of all, strictly, have. you're not even rocking a white tee unless it's six X or up. Oh no. Right? And it has to hang down right. below your knees. Absolutely. To the ankles. Is it just me or do thugs do thugs not look like they're like going to like a sleepover party? It looks like a you know what I'm saying? It looks like a nightgown. Yo, if they wear shorts it might cover the shorts and it oh, might oh no it will cover the shorts go down to the thighs and these days you'll see layered crispies uh, a yeah. green crispy over a pink crispy over a white oh, crispy yeah, over yeah, a yeah. blue crispy <laughs> that's the that's the next wow that it's that crazy. joint is crazy yeah. definitely so so anything you want to say like about your music you know what i'm saying like like just to get out to people out there why they should listen to you i think machine should handle machine. this one handle it um I just want people to see me in my underpants and understand that we are uh, a bunch of grown men who cry like babies. But, uh, you know, other than that, basically that sums it up. We're trying to keep it cutty. Team facelift. Okay. Machine gun rap. So I know, I know, uh, your music is obviously different, but it's it's probably how I haven't heard it, so I can't even lie. Did you bring uh, exclusives? Yeah, we can. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah. we we got this this crazy new joint from Mob Deep. It's the Alchemist produced Win or Lose. The beat is crazy on this. All right. Yeah, yeah, bananas. Yeah, it's bananas. And definitely, we'll bananas. come back. We'll come back. Team Facelift is in the building. It's very serious. I call your mother. We're about to have the freestyle session jumping off. Keep it like 92 WICB. You want to call and talk to them. Number to call 274-3217. Keep it locked. Come on. Come on. Hey, yo, keep it locked. Hey, yo, we on Radio Free Brooklyn right now. You know what I'm saying? Keep it locked. Uh, wow! Shit! See now it it all makes sense. Why that I was got, a Pandora's why, box of clips. Why right there. I got beat up? Um, what? As as a as a youth, really, it's all very clear. Two thousand four. Oh, I'm yeah. the exec. I'm on the exec staff. You're hip hop anonymous. I am hip hop anonymous. <laughs> that was your radio name, hip hop anonymous. That was my. That was my name. I really was trying like my darndest to keep everything going you know like a reasonably quick speed you could hear me being like all right let's get let's keep it going let's keep it going <laughs> you hear me in the background just like trying so desperately to get in on this cool crowd and i'm not at all like everyone's just like oh who's this weirdo weirdo i never want to hear that ever again yeah well um that's why you didn't hear it before we got to the studio <laughs> i would have never agreed to do this had i heard 
Uh, holy shit. First of all, I'm a terrible interviewer. Um, like really, really bad. It's really just nonsense. They were your I'm, friends. So you were, I, you were, you had a relationship with them. And when you are talking to somebody, <laughs> look, dude, you should hear. Sil and I have much uh, business to cover because we would interview rappers and he would ask, you know, more or less pretty good questions. And my questions were not bad, but they were so much more verbose. You know, no, nothing different than I'm doing now as a yeah. host for the show. But yeah. for like, but like strangers over the phone who have made careers uh, rocking shows, you know, and being quite decorated MCs. And I'm asking Cannabis about this one thing or the other being like completely mindless about like how long I'm trailing on. So at least you're <laughs> like, so what do you think about all the trends that are going on these days? What about those white tees? Oh my God. And then they would just lock, like you would throw them a softball and then they would just like. Everything was softballs. There weren't even real questions. Well, it also makes sense. Like, you know, this is, this is the, I mean, if, even if you just take fat Jew, like this, it's yeah, like, it makes sense. You know what he's, why he's so successful now doing what he, what, what he does now. It's like, that's kind of how, how he's always been. We're going to get to this, uh, final of the, the this, of the oh, trilogy. I hope my mom never listens to this. Here we go. 92 WICB. Yes, yes. We're here with Team Facelift. Let's get the beat jumping off. All right? How's that? How's the volume for you? Sure. Come on, machine. He's got this. Let him know. Oh, let me hear something. I got something to hear, yo. I got groupies climbing balconies just to get a sight of me. They lie to my security, little girls and VIP. Ooh. I see my name tattooed on your titties. Fans uh-huh. screaming, sold out shows every city. There was Pamela, Angela, Lisa, Renee, Bang Boss, smoking dust all the way to LA. Ooh. We called Bobby the lawyer. Yeah, called him yesterday. He's got some coked up producer's house where we can stay. Hung over. I got ambushed at the airport. I'm signing so many autographs, both my damn hands hurt. I'm with the helmet lang skirt and the custom fitted man purse. With fans, I don't flirt. I got roadies yeah. who know me. Know what gets me off sexually. Women with chin straps like Ashanti. Chicks like that. Down to get smacked and pissed on. I have a thousand girls crying before I finish the song. What? Ah, Killing it. Machine. Yeah. Yo, Team face. Of- Yo, what you looking at? You look whack. Peace to your book of rap. I got a book a match. I'm in the hot zone, in the kitchen cooking crack. I've been strung out like I took a hit and took a nap. That's how it gets when you with drugs like that. Rugged this rap. Don't take the time. The words don't match. Ask your persons. It's the team facelift. Plastic surgeons poolside with 15-year-old virgins. At the Bangkok Sheridan. Blonde hair, Taliban Persian. Fat white American. Who support Al-Qaeda buying heroin and stay elegant with nice coats. Yes, they come with light bulbs. New York is played sun, mad isotopes looking like the strokes. I yeah, yeah. I next one on the mic. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks. Good? Hey, it's Fat Jew. Yo, yo, one, two, one, two, camera two, Q Fat Jew's arrival. I'm in hotel rooms with Holy Bible with a style that's so farmers market fresh, a million dollars winning style. I'm an idol in America and you're just Ryan Styles. I'm a giant child, poop my underpants like Rams, then pull out the selling dial. Where's my advance? Get it here quick and with a smile. Welcome to your 30 day trial of this team phase. Fat and Jewish, never out of style. I'm like gray and black, go with everything and when contracted, late like Tayo Wild. The entire wild, acro wrecking crew is wild and we're wired. We're like animals, it's like you're on Survivor and we're fresh like dove and dial dust once and pedophiles gun tracking numbers file the fact you're in denial makes you more infantile russian immigrant like five you know 
Alright, alright, so we do it. Alright, so so we can roll again, I but alright, so so I mean I'm what, gonna, have I? since they up in here, I, I gotta do a little something something. I haven't even spit in a minute, but check it out. Yo, check it. Hey yo, hey yo, yo, life is filled with voices and despiteful threats. So my mic is set at a level of priceless text. I strike with hex to vexed. I've been criticized for losses. So to minimize this gauntlet, I improvise the cautions. I've been the wise through all this. Still I ride the corporate laid to enslavement. I've never paid for engravements for haste in the way that my greatness was adjacent to tasteless. Faceless is anus, the mainstream in need of a facelift. Just to change it, to stray away from the basis of wasteless engagement that gets stated and played with and played with. That ain't it. So I spent the rectify what was tainted. Fainted is great stuff, not stressing lies to the fainted. Hip-hop, it's amazing. Captivating but waiting for optics to start to changing and then debated, debating of whether what's raining or radios hating my aiding. Or is this ignoramus of a nation just patiently waiting? It's been a minute. Okay, uh, so no more. That no, that's it. That's all. There, that's all I got for you, man. How um uh how how much of that do do you do you have like do you have a lot of old shows? Yes, I do. I do have a lot of old shows, and okay. you'll get to hear more of them in great. future episodes. We do have to get out of here actually Fantastic. right now. So well, this I, was great up until you started playing that. Shit. <laughs> no, no, it was it was it was fun. It was, it, it's fine. I've grown. I've I've grown. I'm I'm, I'm different human being. Thank you very much for that. Noah Souter Rosso here on Lost and Rewound this week, Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Alan. Lashana Tova. Hope you all had a safe fast this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another new episode. Take care. topic is matzah i got a lot of memories that elon just exposed me to i can't even imagine what i was going through i was like trying to be cypher sound trying to be funk flex fuck it man what's going on what's next i don't know you see me i got dumb checks and i'm not talking about checks mix i'm talking about how i flex this Uh, i'm on some next shit and i saw not the best kid but i tried sometimes uh Back in the day when I tried to rhyme, it was like, huh, cyanide, cyanide. Uh, <laughs> real backpack rap. Uh, man, I totally forgot about that uh. until you put me on, but it's okay because we all get embarrassed by the past one day. Yo, someday. the underground sounds. It's not lost and rewound, but all I got to say is that I'm really lucky that I found the clips that I found because I know I like it, and now I have to try to pretend not to spite it. But despite all of my best intentions, I got to mention that I don't even want to be stuck in detention. Get me matzah, <laughs> get me the bread unleavened. Yeah, that may be my stairway to heaven. 